0: Hello, and welcome to the With Jay Burke Show. My name is Jason Burke, and though I'm technically the host of this podcast, it's the guests who truly take top billing. This is a place for curious minds who enjoy civil and sometimes meandering conversation. If you appreciate a few laughs and want to come away with new knowledge or a simple understanding of subjects that aren't always easy to break down, you're the person I want listening to this podcast. This episode featured Luca Petta. Lou is one of my oldest and closest friends in the world. Lou is a guy who's done a lot and probably doesn't realize it. He was a featured columnist at Bleacher Report along with myself back in its heyday. He's written for Roto Baller and RBI Magazine. He has his own successful podcast named The Lou Capetta Show with Jeff and Wilshire. He wrote a work of fiction you can buy on Amazon right now titled The Night Before the Rest of Your Life. And he's also produced professional artwork sold to some high-profile clients. These reasons alone are enough to be excited that he's my first official guest on this podcast, but truth be told, we're both big fans of Major League Baseball, and we're Met fans to boot, so I couldn't think of a better person to debut with. Now this was recorded last week. That was the day before Major League Baseball officially decided to announce that the start of spring training would be delayed by a week or more. Since then, the Major League Baseball Players Association and owners have been meeting every day. Although it doesn't appear much has changed on what the sides want. Perhaps they're trying to get this thing sorted out before the regular season is affected, but we'll see. We may have a follow up show on that. But for now, enjoy the conversation about the Major League Baseball lockout, what the new theme and logo for the Major League Baseball Players Association should be. Hint, it's not a bat. Uh, and speaking of bats, we discuss the fall of the once-proclaimed Dark Knight, Matt Harvey, and somehow Kevin Spacey's name gets tossed around here. So we went a little bit all over the place, but I think we uh, wrapped it up nicely and got back to what we do. So enjoy the first episode of the With Jay Burke show featuring Luke Capetta with Jay Burke. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah, what you're after? On, Strange, but not
1: a stranger. I'm an ordinary guy. Burning down the house.
0: Hold tight. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome. I got my... uh Welcoming Lou Capetta to our inaugural first episode of the With Jay Burke Show. What's going on,
1: man? What's up, man?
0: So, uh, you know, before I, I introduce you here, I was going to say, mm-hmm. I, uh, I actually got that idea from, well, obviously you, but when we used to do our thing. Um, I don't know which episode it was that we recorded together. But mm-hmm. There was one where you talked about, like, if you died, like, it would just be called With Jay Burke. And I just thought it was funny, and I always thought it was a pretty good name, so I, I, I took it out from you, so, you know. You know, that is pretty funny, man. You that's good. I like that. Yeah, man. So, uh, anyway, we got Luke Capetta from the Luke Capetta Show, and actually, Hi. you're like a, a renaissance man, so you you do a lot more <laughs> than just the, the Luke Capetta Show.
1: Yeah, um, I'm Leonardo da Vinci. You're Leonardo da Vinci.
0: Oh, man, you you do you've been doing a lot of stuff the last few years. You know, like uh you're an author now, right? Yep. So yes, sir. Well, that's pretty cool. And then yeah, uh, you're doing your art.
1: Yep. Art. It so about- just man, I turned 40 and I just said like, yo, fuck it, man. If I feel like doing something, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. If it's bad, it's bad. But you know.
0: Well, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, well, you know, there's worse ways to have a midlife crisis. Now I'm like 40. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I
1: I went through those too, but... (laughs) (laughs) You know. (laughs) Not that I want to make you feel uncomfortable, but, you know, like... I went through all the the versions of the midlife crisis. But you know what? Yo, life is short, right? So just fucking do it, man. Like, my brain just feels full of pressure when I... Like, it's just like cartoon characters running around all fucking day and shit. So, like, if I don't do something... I just I end up crazy. No. Can I curse on here? Are you trying not to curse no, and stuff? No, I, don't,
0: I don't care about that. I mean,
1: all right. you know,
0: when I have the religious people on or whatever, I do. We'll, <laughs> we'll tone it down. But Are you gonna have religious people? on? I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> no, I, I. You know what? Like the the whole point of doing it was like, kind of what you're talking about. You got all this stuff running around your head, and it's like you know I'm always I'm kind of just looking to like pick up stuff from people, like learn a little bit. And maybe uh maybe if, you know, five people listen they'll they'll pick up something too. So that'll be right. that'll be cool.
1: You know, so it starts with one yeah. person, man. That's it. That's
0: it. You know? I got my uh, uh well, I don't know if my wife will listen. We'll see. <laughs> 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 nah,
1: they don't. They
0: usually don't. Yeah man. <laughs> so uh yeah so anyway man it's uh You've been doing good, man. You've been doing a lot, and uh, that's awesome. But uh, I think we were here for uh, well, probably a couple of topics, but mostly we were going to talk about the MLB lockout and uh, just give some insight to it. So um, I think I'll just I'll just start for the sake of, of explaining what what the actual lockout is, mm-hmm. you know, um, and. Essentially, Lock out with our
1: cock out. Yeah, well. <laughs> a, How come nobody used more, that? That's that's my
0: biggest question. That Nobody's should be that, that should be the the players' associations like Yeah. Like strategy through this. Just make <laughs> it fun and they should have like a picture just like that. Like <laughs> instead of a bat.
1: Lady Dykstra could be the spokesman. Like. Lock out with our cocks out. <laughs> <laughs> all right sorry no that's all right that's all right
0: lenny dykstra i'd like to hear some of his uh, insight right now didn't you almost have him on your show
1: yeah yeah i was in uh actually he follows me on twitter and we were talking back and forth uh through dms yeah and uh it was just like uh, i I had somebody on my show who's a friend of his This dominatrix dominatrix lady go figure and uh So she said, "Oh, you gotta come on this guy's show." He's like, "All right." And then we started messaging, and then he was just like, literally, like, "Oh, you know, yeah, I'll I'll come on your show, no problem." And then uh, went straight to, "But I want, I want to expose Ron Darling, and like, I, I don't want to, uh, like, I take this, I want to take this seriously, Uh, you know." He's, uh, and I was just like, "Yeah, I don't want no fucking part of that, man." Like, he's never gonna let Ron Darling go, man.
0: Like, he's, yeah.
1: I just don't even want any part of that shit. As so as I was as like, as
0: if he doesn't nope. have other problems than Ron. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's right. Like, so,
1: well, that's interesting. I mean, that
0: would have been interesting to hear though. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, the lockout for, uh, just to, to give a little background is basically essentially when the owners halt baseball activities. So they're literally locking the players out from facilities. Um, you know, uh, the only business they could do is really contract negotiations and and uh, things like that, with the idea of putting pressure onto the uh, the, the CBA negotiations. Um, but uh, it's it's really an interesting time to be a Mets fan because we finally have like a, a sociopath, uh, psycho. <laughs> Will do anything to win at all costs. That's why I think. Right. That's why I think this is going to go on for like three years.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's like the he's our own George Steinbrenner, and they're just they're like that's nah. So
0: typical, you know.
1: It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. We're about to be good, and not like good by accident, like good on purpose. And the and the owners just yeah. like yeah. throwing fucking money at yeah. players like James Harden at a Houston strip club. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's like, you got Max Scherzer, now psych. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the, lockout, the lockout's going to end like when Max Scherzer can't pitch anymore.
0: Yeah. When DeGrom's arm is healed and he throws 89 right. miles an hour now because he's 47 years old.
1: <laughs> right. Matt Harvey sober. like The whole <laughs> world is different.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, we'll get into Matt Harvey later. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, what, what's your opinion? Uh, we we kind of know where the owners are coming from. They basically just really want it to be the same. And right. the only thing they really want to do is expand the playoffs because that's going to benefit them.
1: More from money.
0: From. Yeah. Well, because they right. get, what, 100% of the TV revenue. And the players are getting a part of the gate. So right. expanding it really just puts more money in their pocket and that already, you know, so I, I can already see where where the players have a gripe about that. Um
1: well, so, all right. So first off, like Tony Clark is awful at his job. That's true. And I mean, he he just he got, you know, destroyed in the last collective bargaining agreement. That's true. For the first time in history. So like I think you know. That's why, like, I don't think that we're. I don't. I definitely think we're going to be missing games, like, because he's going to dig his heels in the sand and not want to compromise because he got fucked last time. And the owners, like, you know, once you give shit up, it's very hard to fucking get it back. You know what I mean? So, like, the own the owners are are pretty much happy. I mean, they're making concessions because they they won so big last time. Like, they're willing to to make some concessions here and there, like. You know, um, like the universal DH for years, owners didn't and the national didn't want to want a universal DH because it it felt like it kept aging players like making more money. But now you pay these pitchers so much, so like nobody wants to give Jacob Degrom like thirty five million dollars and watch him bunt the ball into his face, yeah, or like tear his tear his ACL rounding first, yeah, and not be able to pitch. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. I hate the owners. I think the owners are are fucking awful. They're billionaires arguing with millionaires. The the guys have money to pay people three hundred million dollars. Like, just think how much money they have in order to be able to do that.
0: I I kind of say that all the time. It's so funny. Like, they're really trying to put a restraint on themselves. So they have the money, right? And and right. You're, and you could see that because right before they locked them out. It was the spending spree was was insane. I mean, a lot yep. of it was was our our owner, but um.
1: about time, <laughs> but yeah.
0: But no, at the end of the day, you know, and that's that's one of the things they want too, is they want to they, you know, install this this cap on themselves that kind of keeps themselves from right. from doing exactly what they're doing. But they they definitely have the money, like you said. Um, I think they do a pretty good job of of. Painting the players, I, I I don't want to say the owners painted themselves as the victims, but right, I see a lot of things where just people get upset with the players, and it's easy to get upset. I get it because it's like, dude, this guy's got a million millions of dollars. The owner's got right. millions of dollars, and I'm trying to pay. <laughs> I'm trying to buy right. food, right? But. The baseball players are the face of everything. So it's easy to sit there and be like, this guy's making so much damn money. He's complaining. Right.
1: But Well, not only that, but baseball players' salaries are public. Like it's public knowledge. That's true. You don't know what you don't know what Steve Cohn made last year. That's you know what I'm saying? Like you don't know what the owner of the Pittsburgh Pirates made last year. You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's out there, but I nobody can ever convince me that any baseball any baseball owner loses money they just had a five like a 500 you know or like half a billion Mm -hmm. dollar tv contract like they don't maybe they don't make as much money as they want but no none of them lose money they're businessmen if they lost money they would sell the team and fucking get out and there would be and nobody would be yo tripping over themselves to spend over a billion dollars to buy the fucking pittsburgh pirates you know what i mean
0: yeah exactly well so i i thought that was interesting too because that that's part of it they're talking about
1: what the owners are saying
0: we're already splitting the revenue 50 50 but they were saying that baseball doesn't open their books right the, the owners don't right. open their books major league baseball doesn't and uh that was one of the things that came up they're like well we lost when uh we lost a we lost our shirts, you know, last year or whenever the um, uh, the twenty the twenty twenty season, because you know we didn't have anybody in attendance and stuff like that. Right. It's like, all right, open the books. No, we don't do that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, that's bullshit. Don't yeah. I? I don't believe that at all. Number one, just think of all the stuff they didn't have to buy for those stadiums. They didn't have to pay people to work there. They didn't have to, you know, buy concessions. All that shit. You know what I mean? They didn't have to make programs like yeah, Plus it was sixty
0: games. It wasn't hundred and sixty two games. Like you said, right. so they basically eliminated everybody's job for a hundred games. Right. Yeah. And then they expanded the playoffs and got all the revenue for right. the TV from that. So. There's
1: no there's no like they don't they make their money off fucking off TV. Like they have the, yeah. the national TV contract and then they all have these individual contracts or some of these teams own their own television networks. They're they're fuck. They basically fucking print money. Mm-hmm. And that's why they won't open their books because nobody's gonna want to see like the Mar- like the Marlins can't draw people. Okay, like maybe they're not going to make as much money as the Yankees, but I do not believe that they are in a, a thing where they have to have like a nineteen million dollar payroll. Oh no, fucking I, bullshit! I, I don't
0: buy that either. That's one of the things the players want to dress too. I mean, it's right. it's crazy. Um, Cause what, what was the stat I saw? Was it the the Guardians now, um, that they have yeah. a forty two million dollar payroll right now, while my, Max Serzer has you know an annual value of forty three million? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like that. See that right there. That's bullshit to me. Like when the Indians in the nineties were good, and I know this personally because my dad tried to get tickets to Indians game and we were going to take a road trip to Cleveland Mm -hmm. to see the Indian stadium. And they were good. They had the new ballpark and they had like, they sold out every year. I couldn't, I didn't get tickets until 2001. I finally went with my dad. I graduated in 96 Mm -hmm. and they, I mean, yeah. Okay. They didn't end up paying their players and they were young players and everything. But like now if you if you put a good team on the field unless you're the fucking Tampa Bay Rays like people are going to come there like Miami people are going to come there it's a nice stadium yeah. you know there's other things to do maybe you're not going to sell out but you'll get good attendance if you have a good product on the field like it just it should translate and like other towns like Pittsburgh. What the fuck else is there to do in Pittsburgh? Are you going to go, yo, minus you steel mill? Like, it's true. Go watch a fucking Pirates game. It, it's true. Well, not it's now because they're awful, well, but like. Yeah.
0: But I have to say, you know, and I laugh at that too because, right, so they opened the new stadium.
1: How did they get that paid for?
0: They always use taxpayer money to do it. Right. You
1: know what I mean? They always. Well, the Marlins, me. if you remember the Marlins, they signed all those players, Reyes, Burley. Yeah. Uh, and And then.
0: A year they, later
1: they finally got the the funding for the stadium, and a year later all those fucking guys and were shipped out of gone. town yeah a big fucking sham and it's that's that's bullshit to me i mean i listen i'm I'm with the players I know a lot of people won't be but the owners started this lockout the players were gonna go to work you know what i mean
0: well that's that's the other thing that I think they've done successfully right and that that's again it's it's something with what it, it's a, it's a thing in your mind, right? Like, oh, what are the players now? The players aren't going to be at spring training, but it's not the players. The play they could they could work through these issues, right? They, they can let them in and say, like, let's address the issues while spring training is going on, or, or whatever. They're not doing that. They're being locked out. It's not a strike, you know. Right. So. But
1: uh, and they're doing that with the effort to try to make the players look bad, and I think the players are right to just say like, no, nah, you know you you started this now we'll just you know take our time and whatever and yeah. and and you know, I, I don't know the, I mean the longer it goes on, the more both sides look bad, but it's what I don't understand like people that complain about the players, okay, Jay, you do your job. If somebody came to you and was like, "Hey, I want to pay you three hundred million dollars to do this other job," like, yeah. you like you're gonna fucking do it. Like it's just like it didn't. It, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, all right, yeah, maybe your boss might be upset. Like your coworkers, like, oh, he's so disloyal. But like, oh well, fuck you, bitch. I'll buy. I'll buy new friends. Like I don't need you. Like yeah. you know what I mean? And anybody expert. would fucking anybody would do that. So why like these players have a limited number of years to make the money that they can make. They're independent contractors. Yeah. They get drafted. They don't even like get to come out of college like the rest of us and choose where they go to work. Somebody picks them and then they're stuck with that team for the first 7 years of their career before they're able to go out in the free market like
0: Yeah. You that, know, they that should
1: that be able to crazy. get as much as they can get.
0: That system's crazy. I mean, it it benefits you as a fan if you could have these you know teams with with cheap labor i guess you would want to call it right, right. Where you you can um you can have a team together for for years for relatively inexpensive and uh and sign some players like that but that i mean that's another thing where i, I get where where they're coming from like look at like, like what happened to chris bryant right I yeah
1: mean, that's there's, bullshit.
0: There's a reason he's not. You know, he's not in Chicago. He's never. He's never going back there. I mean, I know that. That.
1: Right.
0: But you know, they they held him back, and and they're doing that. Um, they do that all the time. All these all these teams. Right. So in
1: you know, that uh, year that they did that, he was like he had a great minor league season, and then they, and then he would he like tore it up in spring training, mm-hmm. and then they sent him down for like what was it like a month? The first month they he had made to come sure, up, Yeah. It was like six weeks, and then they brought him up, and he won the Rookie of the Year. Like, yeah,
0: yeah they just made sure to get that extra year out of him, right? Um, which I, I mean, listen, that's that's the rules, but that's why that's why they're fighting this because that that's just it, it's total bullshit, and that's one of the things I saw. They want free agency available to anyone who's reached twenty nine nine and a half years old if they've accrued five years of service time. Or right. if they've accrued six years, whichever comes first, which I totally agree with. Me too. They've gotten smart with this, right? The the owners and general managers, they realize <laughs> that it's better to keep the younger talent, you know, 26, 27, 28. They're not paying them anything. So now you're going to... You're not. You're not going to want to play unless the guy is like elite. At 30 years old, 31 years old, this guy's going to lose right. money. He's he's losing his shot because of yeah. the, because of the way it's set up. So you know the owners don't want to budge on that. They're saying that's a non-starter. And, you know I get that. It's it's just weird. I don't know where this is all going to end up. With that, de- like you said, I think we're definitely going to be missing games.
1: Uh, this is the thing that I don't understand about like with the player like. The, you are the product. Like, I, I get it. Everybody, like, you know, and the, it's very top heavy. So there are guys that, like, need money, but, you know, just say, like, fuck you. Like, I'm not playing. Like, that's it. Like, just, we're not playing. Like, this is what we want. And that's it. And any, anybody that remembers replacement players in baseball, that shit was bad. Like, mm-hmm. it was, you know what I mean? Like, eventually the owners are going to have to come around. It's like, you know, it's like being a manager in baseball. Like if you have great players, yeah, you're a great manager. If your team sucks, like you're going to lose a hundred games. Yeah. It's the, you have nothing to do with it other than like, okay, like just, you know, sometimes pull a pitcher. If he looks like his arms about to fall off, yeah. like it's not rocket science. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. Yeah, man. I, it's like
0: I said, I don't know where it's going. But, uh, you know, I, I stumbled across something that was interesting uh, when I was looking all this up, speaking of the owners taking advantage. One thing they looked bad about the last week or so was um, what they wanted to do with the minor leagues.
1: Um, yeah, what what was that all about? I didn't even-
0: so what they, they want to do is, I think currently they employ up to hundred. I think it's every team, every organization employs up to 180 minor league players at any given time. So what they want to do is be able to reduce that. They want to reduce it 30 positions, right? Right. So Mm -hmm. they want to have 150, but that, that means that 900 players are now out of the minor league system, right? Um, Which, which saves them a ton of money. Not that they're paying these guys anything, because this <laughs> this was the other interesting thing. Um, these guys actually lobbied um, Congress. So I, I found this, and it was really interesting. I look it up like everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I guess in 2016, there was an act put on the floor called, uh, I think it was called Save the American Pastime Act or or something like that to look at it. (laughs) But basically what it was really doing, it was was trying to say, oh, Save America's Pastime Act. So really what it's doing is saying they were making a law that they don't have to pay them a minimum wage. They can pay them below it. Um, Anyway, it it didn't get traction then.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well,
0: well, wait a second. So... (laughs) They they lobbied and then in 2018 as part of the the omnibus uh, spending act to keep I guess the government going mm-hmm. in this 1.3 trillion dollar spending package they tucked away on page 1,967 of 2,232 pages mm-hmm. this act. And, uh, really what it does is it carves out the minor league players so they, they don't have to meet, you know, any of these requirements as far as minimum wage over time. They don't even have to pay them during spring training. So they, they don't get paid spring training. Wow. Unless they're on the 40 man roster or what, whatnot. Right. Um, but basically. That's whack. Which is crazy because it's mandatory for them to show up for, for that. So that's like your boss right. telling you, like, oh, by the way, here's here's six weeks <laughs> of training. We're, we're just not going to pay you for
1: that. like, Right. You know. Have fun trying to eat. So,
0: yeah, man. I mean, to it, <laughs> hunt. Well, they were talking about it because like, they were saying the, the players during that time, it's like they're working six to seven days a week, right? So they get to the right. ballpark between 11 and 1 p.m. They don't leave till 11 o'clock at night. So they're essentially working something like 70, 80 hours a week. With no minimum wow. wage, no overtime. Um, yeah, man. So it was interesting. So that that actually started. There was a um, a minor league player who was actually studying. This was around 2010, 2011. He was actually studying law, I guess, um, because he knew he wasn't going to make it as a baseball player. Right. And um, he actually for his first case when he became a lawyer filed the class action lawsuit against them for inadequate pay so um at the time hmm. he was the only member of the class action but there was um people got added on but I, I guess their way of getting around it was to to go to congress and lobby them for this this act but i'm just saying wow. like it's really it's pretty crazy like
1: Fucking greedy Ow. ass owners. Yeah, Fuck man. them.
0: It's just like, it. it's dirty, man. So I'm just saying that's the, the owners are, um, yeah. But this is like typical stuff, right? It's like, it's funny. It's like, I don't know if I want to get into this, but it's like, <laughs> with this view of like the owners are like billionaires and stuff like that. It's like, it's shrewd to do this kind of stuff. There's a lot of people think oh, it's shrewd. I mean, they got it running. Right. but they, they have a they literally have a b a billionaire <laughs> the, the,
1: right like, yeah you i know, know, what know i mean like yep so it's crazy it's uh, it's too much to even fathom
0: it's just it's so crazy and it's i really very do, trumpian yeah man <laughs> well i just lost 45 percent of audience viewers <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh yeah <laughs> yeah we should just do like a right wing podcast and, like remember like in in uh was that was that mall was that mall rats or was like the the um oh, the the like the black militant leader oh, was it was a, or, rats? or was that like cha- or was that chasing amy it was like the and he's like super militant and then it, he like out off the stage and he's talking to, like Jason he's like gay He's just like hanging out with all white guys and he's gay, right? Was that?
0: I think that was more. You know, I haven't seen either of them in so long.
1: Yeah, I know. Me too. We could just be like that. Like, just be like this super right wing podcast. And then, like, as soon as it goes off, we just fucking laugh at them.
0: Buy my wick cheese.
1: <laughs> we just get.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. We just make money off these fools and be the next Rush Limbaugh. That's it. Today's his uh, anniversary of his death, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, no, I yeah.
0: timed it that way because I wanted to.
1: <laughs> the, you want to slide right in there, right? I knew it. <laughs> just by design.
0: Just a big salute. Yeah,
1: well. Yeah. There's a bit. I saw on Twitter as a big argument because people were celebrating his death, and then like people argued, like you shouldn't do that, and then they were like, "Fuck you, <laughs> uh, dude." Twitter is.
0: <laughs> it was funny. So so Logan and obviously and that's that's my son for you know the one or two people are gonna listen to this um (laughs) right yeah he was talking about because he's like oh there's some good memes i see that come out of there and stuff like that and i was like listen twitter's fine i was like but
1: evil place.
0: you have to like understand its limits right like it's so much worse than something like facebook because at least you kind of choose who's talking to you in facebook like it might be your aunt or uncle i was like twitter it just it it's like it's like 50,000 like 50, people just converging and it's trolls and it's like yeah. yeah it just i was like i don't know why anybody goes on there to try to make a
1: point <laughs> like
0: right. nobody's going to let you make a point there's just yeah
1: you just go if you just type something with the intent of like making people mad mm-hmm. and then you just say suck my dick
0: yeah that's well, what I, I do that's that's <laughs> that's a lot of a lot of that actually is what i get back and i'm like you know you won this argument yeah you convinced me with that
1: that's pretty i mean that's that's pretty good or you could just say suck my dick right
0: right? hey
1: remember when the remember on twitter when that lady was like putting curses on me and stuff
0: oh my god i forgot about that
1: because i made it i made a bad comment about bill cosby (laughs) who by the way is a rapist
0: i know right like um yeah, there's probably a limit to to certain people who you should I like Bill
1: Cosby's lady. yeah. You going to stick up for Kevin Spacey next. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was a thing. Did you see how crazy he went at one point with um he was he was shooting his own YouTube videos at, at some point where he was um actually like the character from house of cards
1: yes i did see that and he was like saying he's gonna come back and he's like with the ring
0: <laughs> yeah he was and he was like they said he was doing something with a play about a guy who was like unjustly you know uh mm. uh sacrifice like a sacrificial lamb and i'm like
1: oh man come on kevin just say you're sorry and just move on my man like
0: well i liked how my favorite thing about him was he like wouldn't answer or deny that he was gay for a long time and then all of a sudden it came out you know about like the 14 year old kid and he was like oh i'm living as a gay american yes i remember that
1: because i was like i was like oh man like that's already been done jim mcgreevy (laughs) was getting in trouble like for you know like doing some shady deals and giving his boyfriend a fucking job he shouldn't have had. And then he was just like, oh, I'm a gay American. And everybody just forgot all about the other shit. That tells you (laughs) how
0: far stuff came, though. Because when he was going to resign, I was listening at work. And they were saying, like, oh, he's got a a sexual harassment scandal. Nobody knew what it was. They figured he was, you know, like Bill Clinton you know, being Bill Clinton or something. So when yeah. he said that, that was like a shocker. Nobody could get, there's just, there's just too much media. To that
1: was it. And stuff. Now you, now forget it, man. Like this, but that that's how we got done. away with Nobody it. Nobody cares. Yeah. That was the thing. He's like, oh, I'm a gay American. And they're like, yeah, that that's cool. But you can't be fucking little boys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. still age limit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just, man. I don't know, man, they were like, yo, that's so 2004, my man. <laughs> Oh, man.
0: Yeah, it's, you know what? It's so weird now to see a movie with him. It's like, it's like tainted. You just, he did so many good movies. Emphasis on taint. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, my God. Sorry. I don't know how we got. Yeah. So, anyway, baseball.
1: Yeah, uh, sorry.
0: Man. No, that's all right. That's all right. Because you know what? Speaking of people who get uh, in trouble, I know you were saying we could want to talk a little bit about Matt
1: Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> um, First of all, Matt Harvey, you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. No, listen. I
0: don't know. How do you feel about, about what, that. like, uh, I know some of the players got a little upset with Colin, with Terry Collins, because he 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 offered up a lot of
1: yeah I mean yo well first really care, of all but... yeah well Terry Collins gotta fucking offer that shit up cause everybody wants to be like yo like you didn't know what the fuck was going on yeah well that's... like listen here's the thing that, I, that really bothers me about it like first Matt Harvey's a fucking asshole so whatever like he ruined his career there's nobody that can tell me anything I seen people like on Twitter like oh if you say like that ruined his career you're wrong it's like, like shut up you fucking idiot like it well, ruined his career it it ravages your body you can't That's perform you know you're using drugs you're fucking getting nosebleeds on the fucking mound like yeah come on man Did you're you... up all night partying like there's no this is i'm sorry this was my point though in the 1980s Dwight Gooden and Daryl Strawberry in an era where like there wasn't phones there wasn't people around. There wasn't a million media outlets like couldn't keep their fucking drug use a secret. But but Matt Harvey could and like in, you know, in 2013 through, you know, 16. Get the fuck out of here. I don't believe that the Mets covered it up. They didn't want another fucking thing. And that's why they didn't give a fuck about his innings limit. They were just like, yo, we're going to use this guy up. And that's it.
0: Uh, I totally agree with that, especially the way Will Pond, the Willpons ran that ship at that time. There was there was no right. way, there was no way, and and those guys were pretty notorious for not caring about stuff like that. I remember Pedro Martinez said like basically he didn't want to pitch. What what year was that? That must have been what 06? Oh, oh or oh, oh six. Yeah, he said he wasn't going to pitch like the last game. The guys like I'm paying y'all like you know one of the bonds right. was like i'm paying you all this money they, they didn't care about any of that kind of stuff yeah in fact i don't want to say that but they're probably like oh thank god we don't have to pay pay this guy
1: you know yeah they definitely were like that number one yeah number two there's also a thing where i where i think that you know that race plays a in the distinction between doc and daryl and matt harvey race plays a dis you know yeah. There's there's a distinction there, like you know, you see these these young black athletes and they're you know cocky and stuff, and it's just
0: well, especially during Doc and, and Daryl's time,
1: right. right? That's what I'm saying, and, and that's why Matt Harvey didn't get that treatment. And what a fucking asshole Matt Harvey is! Like you're worried, you're you went public about being worried about your innings limit while you're fucking sniffing coke off of like hookers' asses every night in these New York City clubs. Like, shut the fuck up and don't lose that World Series game that we were at. I know, man. That's like,
0: <laughs> I always say that. That's like, that's when he died.
1: You yep. know, it's like he just. We witnessed, dude, we witnessed the Dark Knight get baned. Oh, man. <laughs> by Terry Collins.
0: Dude, that was, I'll never forget that, though, man. That was awesome. That was a great, yeah. that was such a good experience to be at. Yeah, like, man. The wet. Was. I remember you talking to me, like, do you bring him out? And I'm like. Yeah, but we both discussed and we said if he puts one guy on, you got to go. Because Benitez was pretty nice.
1: I know he blew. No, Familiar. Oh, Familiar. Not Benitez. Oh, my God. God. Yeah, Benitez blew, like, game one, two, three. Like, That's how bad Benitez was. He wasn't even in Major League Baseball, and he still blew that game. Yeah.
0: Benitez, (laughs) dude, if you look at his baseball card, though, it's like, I remember, what, 2001, they made that run. And it was like, oh, man, they're going to go. and. I think he has four blown saves that year, but he blew like three against the Braves the last yeah. week. <laughs> it was like always the, His his stats were pretty good. Yeah. But it's like, oh, he only had four blown saves. He wasn't that bad. It was always <laughs> the, the worst blown <laughs> save you could ever have. Oh,
1: Fucking you. – you give up – how do you give up two home runs to Chipper Jones and one at bat? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, God. <laughs> but uh, – oh, yeah. yeah. Well, but uh, Familia – I know he, you know he, he blew the game one, but that year right. he was, he was worn out. He was yeah. Um, so I mean, as as far as I, I, didn't mind he went to him, but as soon as he walked, I think he walked the first guy and then gave up the double and then he was, he was done. But if I remember yeah. correctly, how it went down. But well, there were two
1: errors too, Murphy oh, and then Murphy. Duda,
0: which Look. is surprising because those two were like you know. Murphy, is I mean, yeah, Wally back, and then
1: Duda, Duda made the error of trying to throw to home.
0: Yeah, that could have been the easiest play. Yeah, in history, actually, it's totally different if he if he makes that play because they probably
1: right. win that game, right? Because it was two
0: one then at that point.
1: Yeah, and they were. Uh, I mean, they were down three to one at that point.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just gives them a uh, the fight. Cool. Who would have went next? Was it? Syndergaard, no, Syndergaard won three. So you're probably looking at maybe DeGrom and then Syndergaard. be Interesting. I think they still would have lost, but they were just, right. That that was, that was a good team, that that Royals team, man. They just,
1: that was a good team.
0: You know, I remember, I actually remember when DeGrom pitched that one game, he was pitching phenomenal, but they just kept battling him. And then like the fifth inning, he was worn out. But, uh, yeah, man, that that was a lot of fun. But the, you know, Matt Harvey, and there, there was like a point I had wanted to make about how I was thinking about. It. Oh, it was interesting because I read the new something in the New York Post about him, and and you know that's like um, the the greatest <laughs> literary thing you could ever read in your life, right? But um, uh. anyway, they were. I guess they had talked to Daryl after that with the cocaine thing, and they it was right. Daryl you know, was it Coke or overuse or like what did it? And he goes, well, he goes, I think I had a little bit of overuse, but he's like, what well, you said, like the drugs kind of took a toll on me. And yeah. And, and he goes, the overuse is what did it to me, but I never recuperated because I was always high. Cool. Right. That's, you know, um, uh, that was some of the arguments I saw on, on Twitter. Cause it's the, the thoracic outlet, you know syndrome or whatever is what ruined them and and uh but you know like you said it's all contributing you know it's
1: it's, yeah i mean you have to look at look at lebron james like he literally has not gotten hurt until like late in his career and they've been minor injuries where he misses like a week or whatever yeah and then this year like he's like he's like in his 19th season, and might lead the league in fucking scoring for the first time since like his second year in the league, and he can just do whatever he wants to on the court in order to help his team win because he takes so such good care of his body. Yeah. Like, if you're doing cocaine, it's keeping you up. You're up all night partying. You know, you're not eating. You, if you have a cocaine dealer, I'm pretty sure you don't have a dietitian. Like, yeah. they, <laughs> those things clash. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But that's the thing, like if you like it's one or the other, you know, all that stuff is like hydration, Um, you know, eating balanced, Uh, you know, getting enough rest, things like that. And as you get older, you know, maybe when you're twenty one, twenty two, you can fucking fight your way through it. But not at twenty eight, not at twenty nine. I mean, Matt Hart, Matt Harvey last year was probably the worst pitcher in baseball.
0: Yeah, he had that. He started twenty-eight
1: games. And he first of all, that that start against the Mets, he pitched he he was good for like four innings. Like it wasn't even that big a deal. He was like four and fourteen or something like that. Yeah,
0: you know, he had a couple he had that start against the Yankees where he was throwing like junk. I was watching that game and it was Really?
1: Yeah, he had like a,
0: a really good start. He went to see some clinic in Jersey that was using science to show him how he should be pitching because the big thing with him was like at the end, especially the end of the Mets tenure, he he still wanted to be like a power pitcher,
1: right? You know, and he
0: just he wasn't he wasn't that anymore. Um, but yeah, he he tried it. I'm looking now. He has six point two seven and twenty eight starts. I mean, six and twenty
1: eight starts is a full fucking season. Like that's it's not just, like
0: it's a full season. yeah.
1: That's not like, oh, he just he got up here and he pitched a few games for them and then he went was back. was on the Orioles, like, dude. Yeah, that's, he was on the Orioles. He pitched an entire season. He was awful. He that's probably the worst pitcher in, in baseball last year that had got 25 or more starts.
0: I would I would definitely agree with that. And it's and only- the reason
1: he got 28 starts is because his name is Matt Harvey. Yeah, that's he's it. on the worst team. Yeah, he's possible. on the worst team. But, like... He's done man like it, it's just and the same thing like it, the same thing happened to Gooden like he out of nowhere lost like a whole bunch of velocity and you know i mean Gooden had a nasty curveball too I, I, but
0: my only thing with Gooden is he, he still had a decent career for a while like he, he just he was a good pitcher
1: right while, right i mean right. He, he was the, i mean he had better secondary stuff than um than, yeah. you know than Matt Harvey but like but you don't, like, I don't know, man. Fucking Nolan Ryan is throwing 95 at 43 years old. Like, you don't go from throwing 95 to throwing 90 No. at 29 years old. You know what I mean? Like, from 25 to 29. Like, it's just, unless you're not taking care of yourself. Well,
0: I was just about to say that the one thing he he was notorious for was, you know, he took care of his body, especially his legs and stuff like that. Right. He he worked on all that stuff, but I did see, it was funny because I saw them comparing Gooden and him. And I was like, yeah. but the the only difference
1: is Gooden like still was a decent pitcher for a little while anyway. Right. And Gooden, well, Gooden was also better. I mean, Matt Harvey had one good season. It wasn't even great. It was good he was very overhyped man and he just never like he got to a point and you know it's like but like he was, he was a person on, that, on,
0: yeah exactly he
1: was it, the all star game was there in 2013 he had a good year he made the, you know started the all star game like that stuff was big but then he just never took the next step and i and honestly uh, now we know why his focus was other fucking places
0: yeah, well, I mean, he he made comments like that, but you know, it's such a weird thing. He had like two competing personalities, right? Because he he did right. have that like bulldog mentality, and that's kind of what what yeah. drew some of the love for yeah. him. You know, he he right. did, he was competitive; he wanted to win. I remember he pegged Chase Utley <laughs> yeah. back and then stared him down and uh, and stuff like that. Um, you know, but it, he definitely he did always say he wanted to party and, and I remember he made that comparison. He wanted to be like Jeter and everybody's like, Oh, like a, like a clubhouse leader and this and that. It's like,
1: no, He's like, no, I want to bang I a lot, lot of chicks. Yeah,
0: I want to <laughs> go out and party and, and, you know, bang chicks and stuff. So huh. it's just weird that somebody like that, it's almost like he had that personality to be that good. Just, to be, like, some kind of (laughs) jerk-off. Right. right. Like, once he... Because, listen, he's still going to be set for life unless he blew all his money, right? I mean, I I don't think he
1: even made that much, man.
0: Yeah, but he's still... I I think, like...
1: I don't think he never never got a big payday.
0: Yeah, but I think he's got, like... I remember he got, like, a $7 million deal or something like that, I think.
1: Did he? At one point. I think when he went to... Let's see if I can... he was traded to Cincinnati. He uh, was I don't traded.
0: Think, I just, I think when, didn't I remember seeing I don't the think, Angels gave him, like, oh, yeah, he only made, let's see. I'm trying to see what his base salary Are was.
1: you looking Looking it up on Baseball Reference?
0: It's actually Sports Track is the first one that came up.
1: Oh, uh, because, uh, hold on, I'm on Baseball Reference, and I know that they have, they usually have, yeah, they do have a
0: little baseball reference, actually. Yeah, they're saying salaries. Yeah, the Orioles gave him. I mean, I'm sorry, the Royals gave him nothing. The oh, he Angels got eleven million. gave them eleven million.
1: million. Well, hey, you want to know why you didn't? Why you're not winning with Mike Trout? You give people <laughs> like Matt Harvey eleven million dollars. Yep. Now, know guard has
0: got twenty one.
1: Yeah, he made about nine million with the with the Mets, and then. So yeah. yeah, I mean,
0: you know who signed him to the eleven million dollar uh, contract was was the Mets GM too. Oh, uh, <laughs> thanks. Saying.
1: Just saying. Yeah. What a fucking. What a fucking asshole. I, f- I think I hate Matt Harvey.
0: Yeah, I. Can't I
1: really like. It. i really. I don't know, man. Like, I I just remember I as a kid, like how I felt. Roof. How, yeah how I felt about Gooden and stuff and it's just like that shit just brings that shit all back and I guess like I get it like you know they're they're people they're not perfect they have their issues but it's just like damn man like you you, you had it you had everything man like you were the fucking king yeah and you fucking blew it and, and in the end he literally like this is his Mets career 2015 best season, 13-8, 271 ERA. Andre, that was the year after strikeouts. his uh,
0: Tommy John, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. year. So
1: 2013 and and 2015. Yeah,
0: he came up and he had a pretty good rookie run, but that was only like 10 games or 12. I forget how much he pitched. He was 3-5, yeah. 2-5-3 five, five, or something. Um,
1: yeah, and then 2013, he was really good, too. But...
0: Yeah. Yeah, but that was it, and then he missed the one year. He came back. Yeah, that's another. Team. I'll tell you, it's funny. Out of all of them, all those pitchers with hype, it was Degrom who ended up being <laughs> being like, yeah. And remember when, like, he came up, they liked. I remember them saying that. I, I think he came up with Montero, Rafael Montero, or, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we're saying the club liked him better, but the the, the minor, the triple A team said they liked Degrom. You know, and they they started him against the Yankees. But uh, he's he's a, he's going to be an interesting case because he really hasn't been injured. I, I he's had injuries. I know last year what happened. Right. I know his age, but. It's interesting. He's got so many less innings than all his peers at his age. You know, yeah, he's a converted shortstop. So, yeah. but, uh,
1: but this this run he's on, like the last you know four seasons, is just.
0: I know, but it's it, it's so sad to see a guy go ten and nine
1: <laughs> <I know. laughs> with
0: like like a one seven. I mean, yeah, you know, I know.
1: I mean, a guy like, uh, actually, I was talking about this with my buddy the other day, like Clayton Kershaw is another guy who is like, he's, he's, he's got 185 wins. He's 185 and 84, but like, and he's going to have like a lot less innings pitched than, you know, comparable guys in the Hall of Fame. Yet his ERA, like his ERA for his career is 249. I know. He went. He went, like, 10 years without having a three ERA uh, I know. under three every year.
0: When I look at his stat, because somebody was arguing about that. We were talking about how good uh, DeGrom is, and he was like, he, the guy was like, I'm still Clayton Kershaw all the way. He's like, do you ever, like, take a look at that baseball <laughs> card? And you look at it, you're like, oh, my
1: God. Yeah, when you look at, like, just the pure numbers, you're like, this guy – is might be one of the five best pitches like all time.
0: Yeah, I it it's like ridiculous. I just opened it up now. It's like yeah, at twenty two, yeah, two point nine one. That's like probably one of his worst. That's like right. one of his worst era That's his third or fourth worst ERA. It's like yeah. Ridiculous.
1: I mean, now he, I mean he'll always have the playoff stuff, and he, you know, obviously, like he's had trouble late in seasons. Yeah. But like when he's like limited, like look at what he did in the in the you know, in twenty twenty and just like in the sixty games, he was amazing. Yep. And he's so good that like I think it was two thousand fourteen when he won the Cy Young and MVP. I think it was Yep. Yeah, he did. Was that the year like I think that was the year that Granky had like an amazing
0: Oh, is that the year Granky um
1: no, that wasn't the year. Wait, I got he, Finished like second. Hold on, I'm gonna look right now. And he had like, uh, yeah, Granky was 19 and three with a 166 ERA and finished second. The Cy Young, the Clayton Kershaw that year, because that's how good Kershaw was. That's like that's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that's crazy. Oh no, he finished. Uh, he. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm wrong about that. Kershaw finished third behind Cranky. Arietta finished first that year. That was the year Arietta went nuts and won twenty two games.
0: Oh. Because oh, he, yeah.
1: he, he was on steroids. I'm convinced. <laughs> convinced of that. I'm a I, I, I know people hate. I'm there's yeah. For it was like a year and a half period where Jake Arietta was like the fucking
0: best The greatest pitcher that ever
1: lived. Of like all time. And then he, that was it. There's nobody that can't could tell me he wasn't doing something.
0: Yeah, man. He was he was a beast.
1: And I remember that was
0: well, that was two thousand fifteen, so the Mets swept swept them. And that was when yeah. you know Daniel Murphy hit hit like that home run off of him. But I remember even that pitch that Murphy hit the home run. And he said it after the game goes, I actually thought that was a good pitch I threw. <laughs> he just <laughs> he darked off. Yeah. But yeah, he was nasty back then. I know he was um where did he end up? Did he end up in Chicago. He was like back in Chicago last year, I think. Or he's yeah, been he's been. He's
1: time. awful. He's awful. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. He's, he's totally. He's totally done. That guy. He's yeah, been, he's. But yeah, he holding was, on. But
1: he's a fucking weirdo.
0: That was another weird thing. I thought I read something that they're they didn't. Um, what is it? MLB's not going to check for steroids anymore, or, or something came up.
1: Well, the the deal that they had, or the it ended and there's no collective bargaining thing in place. So now they can't test right up. And then, and I'm just like, yo, I feel, feel like telling them like, yo, y'all, you guys wanted fucking steroids out of baseball so bad. And now look like, just let them do it. You know what I mean? Like, let them do it. Like it it was so much more fun. Like this shit is watching fucking 50 strikeouts a game. Like, now it's ridiculous
0: yeah there was you know what there was an interesting piece um i saw with epstein was talking about some ways i i guess he was tasked with um maybe looking at ways to make the game you know better again instead of like all this stuff he had some interesting stuff i should send you that article um part of it was what was one of it oh going back to the Old strike zone instead of the, the high low, the knees to the right to the, uh, to the letters, they would go with the corners, you know, the wider one because they, they yeah. felt like that you had to be a better hitter to to actually try to hit that
1: outside pitch. Well, that makes pitch sense and all that stuff. Yeah, but if was, you hit try to pull that outside pitch, it's not going to go well for you.
0: Yeah, there, there was a couple of really interesting things. He said robot umpires are coming at some point, you mm-hmm. know, to make it. uh. To make it um to take away that human element of it.
1: Right. Has nobody seen Terminator? Like, don't they see what happens when too many robots get involved and shit? Like, nobody's watched that? Like
0: Dude, I that that stuff's already <laughs> happening. You, yeah. All the AI on, on Facebook and Twitter. I'm always like, Yeah, they're yep. just like <laughs> Yeah, it's I already gearing a, up.
1: Yeah, I search I search one fucking nasty freaky thing on my phone, and next thing you know, I got like ads on facebook for you know double-ended dildos and shit like it's just
0: how did that get there (laughs) that doesn't make
1: sense yeah you know i don't somebody try to tell me about an algorithm i'm like shut up
0: (laughs) somebody must have said something while i was walking by and that's what tripped the algorithm
1: right so. I told uh, man if I if people look at my browser history I'm just gonna go with the old chromo not a pervert I'm Italian <laughs> <laughs> that works like a charm every time yeah every time have I ruined your show like
0: <laughs> no I mean I, don't, I think it was ruined before <laughs> once I did the theme music it was. That's kind of over.
1: Yo, I didn't realize that that was the theme music that you picked. You're like, yeah, it's a cover of some song. That's not just some song. Like <laughs> Yeah. I, you should have just you should have Sean McCann do a cover of a song and put that
0: uh <laughs> there. Just, just get him like really drunk and then uh and have him uh I'll read it, it as
1: like spoken word with like music some, behind it. <laughs> like he's Bill Shatter. Yeah. Like Watch out,
0: cause you might get what you're after.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> so i to read a Gary, rocket, man. <laughs> I think it's gonna be.
0: I think it's gonna be a
1: all right. Long, long time.
0: <laughs> the touchdown.
1: Brings me everything I get, I get, I get seven to ten, way too fine. WFDU.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to get him on to do some stuff, but um, oh, maybe I'll hold this one back.
1: <laughs> don't listen to the first one. we love you, Sean. We're, we're just, just kidding,
0: we're just working out the kinks. So,
1: yeah,
0: I, know, man. I guess. We're going on an hour here, so I don't know. This is my first one. I guess I'm just gonna
1: end it here. <laughs> <laughs> just like as you're talking, you just, just like, shut it off. It off. <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm just
0: gonna. Yeah,
1: I think this it's is first soprano's <laughs> ending of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> I have the outro music too, so it's, it's the same thing. Don't stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all so, right i'm sorry
0: no that's all right so why don't you uh what's going on with luca peta show anything coming
1: up anything um yeah i have like uh you know the luca peta show uh which we miss you very much by the way
0: yeah okay, i'll stop i have to stop by and i have the, the setup
1: and do yeah some stuff. um luca peta show is just uh you know i got some comedians coming on cool maybe uh yeah, I'm working on some things. It's been I'm trying to do it more regularly. Like last year, I didn't do many. I did like yeah, three yeah. episodes because the fucking just you just get, like just the world was ending.
0: Yeah, well, I
1: thought it was, but then it didn't end. And I'm like, oh, I guess I gotta do stuff. <laughs> <So it's laughs> like, I thought I was gonna ride that one out, but yeah, uh, you know. So yeah, so you know, I'm on uh, Instagram. You can follow the show at Luke Capetta Show. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Lou underscore Capetta and uh, listen to the Lou Capetta show everywhere you get your podcast: Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a good time.
0: I'm going to cut that out, that ending, and I'm just going to like be like, by the way, listen to what Jay Burke's shit, and then I'm just going to play that because I'll never <laughs> remember all of that off the top of my head. So... All right, man. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, I'm probably yeah, gonna ask my you pleasure.
1: more <laughs>
0: in the future. Yo, I, I,
1: I would actually, I would do, man. This is man, like the shows we did, man, were so fun, man. Just, yeah, there know, was. I'll the, do this whenever you want. So, all right, man.
0: Yeah, and I'll have to, uh, I'll have to come on, on with you guys sometime. I haven't been on with the new crew, so
1: that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. Till you so, guys. you're not yeah. missing much. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Tell your guy he pulled Kevin Durant to the Warriors there. (laughs) After I left. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Well, thank you again. And uh, we'll be, I'm sure we'll be uh, hearing more of you. Nice. Oh, man. Do you want to hear the outro? (laughs) Do I? <laughs> burning down the house. It was once upon a place Sometimes I listen to myself Gonna come in first place